0: yo 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 thought warriors what is up higher learning put your thinking caps on it is i van lathan
1: what's up guys it's me rachel Lindsay.
0: rachel i have to ask your permission for something before we get Yikes. started
1: okay what for what i
0: have to ask you permission to bring my mom on the podcast
1: you don't have to ask permission for that
0: yes i do why yes,
1: I do. Because I would love for your mom pop- to. Co- I would love for your mom to come on the podcast.
0: I just had a long conversation with my mom as I was walking through Beverly Hills, and my, some of these stories and some of these jewels that Crystal Ellis is dropping, Crystal Ellis, they have got to find their way onto Higher Learning. It has uh-huh. to happen. You're down with it.
1: I'm down with it. You don't have to ask. She doesn't need an introduction. Bring her on. I would love for what? her to come.
0: What would you want to ask my mom?
1: Oof! I mean, what was it like to raise man? <laughs> like, like, is she okay?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, come on, man! That's my girl.
1: But no, yeah. I I would love to hear stories. I mean, you you're a good storyteller, and you've let us in a lot and told Don't several even stories. Compare. So in that's that, what I would want to ask. Like I want the mother's perspective of what you were like as a child. You know, I'm sure you got into some trouble, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some good stories in there too, like some like some gold star nuggets. She told me,
0: she told me a story that I'm going to let her tell. Do you remember about, the story? She just told me a story. It was just, okay. she just told it to me. No, no, no. About, I mean
1: like is this like a childhood story that you did okay. About me. Okay. okay. About
0: her, about why she had to stab somebody in the back with an etching pencil the first day of eighth grade. Several times. Stabbed somebody. But you know those pencils? And there's oh, one side. They got, the, they got the <laughs> thing. And then the other side, they got that stabby part. <laughs> Mom just told me, because I didn't realize that she almost got expelled and they had to go to the school wow. board. And there was a whole thing. She told me why she had to stab a dude in his back multiple times with an etching pencil First day of eighth grade.
1: Do you feel like she, she didn't tell you these stories growing up for a reason, and now she's like, you know what, you're of age. I can tell you these things now. Well,
0: she had told me the story before about what the guy had done to her, but she didn't tell me about the <laughs> get back. I like her. Yeah. yeah I can't was, wait. Well, we, should, we, should
1: have a, we should have a parent day. Parent day. Yeah. Parent day. Yeah, I think people well, would appreciate that. See where we come from.
0: See 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 the roots of the higher learning tree. Mm, I like mm, it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, So listen, we normally get with all of the banter before mm-hmm. we go back and forth, but we got to be honest with you guys. There is so much right? news to cover. We're probably not going to be able to even fit it all in this podcast. So uh, we're going to skip the banner. Skip it. All right. All right. And we're going to get right to the meat of the podcast All right, so, uh, Rachel, I am uh, assuming that you saw the debate.
1: I did. I watched it with a nice glass of wine.
0: Hmm. Vice presidential debate, of course, happened yesterday. This is Thursday as we tape. You guys will be hearing this on Friday. It was uh, Mike Pence versus Kamala Harris. Okay. Okay. Did the debate live up to your expectations? What were your overall thoughts of it?
1: Um... Expectations hard to say because I'm not sure I quite had any coming into this debate. I knew it would be different than the presidential debate. I knew that we would we would hear their point of views. At least that's what I thought going in. Um, I I was impressed with Kamala. I know right. that it. I, I watched some of the the talk afterwards. I've talked to some people at work today, and some people weren't as impressed as I was. I thought Kamala did great. I thought that she was patient. I thought that she showed restraint when things necessarily weren't going her way or she was being talked over or talked mm-hmm. at. Sure, And um, I felt like she did a very good job of humanizing herself. I mm-hmm. thought it was excellent how she would tell stories uh, to get the, the viewer to know who she is because we right. haven't seen her in this, you know, he's the, in uh, the current vice president. So I thought that that was really great because she personalized things and you got a chance to know who she is as a person in addition to some of the policy that they hope to put into place if they take office, um, it, uh, coming up uh, after this election. So I thought that she did fantastic with that. I thought for the most part, there were some times she didn't. But I thought for the most part, she answered the questions that were asked of her. I thought she did a good job of responding and, uh, her rebuttals were great towards, um, or against, um, uh, Pence. But I was more, I had more higher expectations for Pence. I did would say you? I was, I was more shocked with him. I thought he would be a little bit more direct in answering his questions. And instead he seemed to either, we talked about the red herring last week or last episode. He seemed to change the topic. He seemed to be very complimentary of her Mm -hmm. um, when answering the question and would go to things like prayer and pointing out families that were in the audience and would use that tactic more than answering the question straight up. I also thought he would attack more of her as well. How, you know, people say that she's flip flop a little bit and changed her stance when she was running for president. He didn't really do that as much either. So to mm-hmm. me, he didn't bring it in the way that I thought he would. And he seemed subdued and a little annoyed that he had to be there.
0: Yeah. I, I, the annoyed thing definitely I I picked up on. I, th- for all the reasons that you just pointed out, I thought it was a very effective debate for Mike Pence. I thought really? that what yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, if if any debate ever was a tie, this was a tie. Now, okay, I'll give you that. What, what I mean to say about that is that, and a tie in this situation is a win for Biden-Harris, right? Because with right. each day, the win probability for uh, the president and vice president, they go down. So Mike Pence had to win. Now, I'm not saying it was a tie because Kamala Harris didn't have better ideas or she wasn't, Uh, More direct. I'm saying it was a tie because really, what we were judging this debate on, in terms of Mike Pence's performance, is against the president's performance. Mm -hmm. The White House had a two week barrage of some of the most negative press that any administration has ever had this close to an election. Yeah. So what Pence really was tasked to do was go there and, in a little way, put a tourniquet on that and kind of get things back to normal. And for the most part, the fact that he wasn't rattled, the fact that he conducted himself in a more respectful way, uh, even though the things that he was saying... what do you
1: mean by that? You mean in in a more respectful way than who?
0: Than Donald Trump. Not in a more respectful way, period. Okay, okay. But in a more respectful way than Donald Trump. Don't get me wrong. He still was disrespectful to that sister many times and tried to talk over her. That's just because the only thing that sometimes beats the truth is a loud lie. So he was trying to lie very loud so that you couldn't really get to the substance of what she was saying. Anyway, but to that point, I think people who just wanted to know that the White House isn't, the administration, should I say, isn't populated with 100% crazy people, they probably got that feeling from watching Mike Pence. You know? Now, here's the thing. Mike Pence is a crazy person. He is. (laughs) I say crazy because, you know, Mike Pence wants to study conversion therapy for our LGBT community members. Mike Pence is an evangelical Christian, like Pete Buttigieg said, who shared a ticket with a guy who, you know... Entertains is, porn, star- porn stars. Yeah, not to diss porn stars, but, you know, but there's, a, there's, a, but there's a fine line it's a line stark between, contrast yeah. between being
1: an evangelical Christian to teaming up with this person.
0: All right. So, you know, Mike Pence, don't get me wrong. The, the president would... The, excuse me. The country would not fare any better, any better out of a Pence administration than with a, with a, with a Trump administration. Yeah. There might be more political competence, but the ideas are putrid and Mike Pence is, uh, right there with them. But however, as a politician and bringing some sort of normalcy back to what people see as a discourse, people see his, uh, political discourse, he probably accomplished that. Still though, I think that both of them, it was, it, it's difficult to, the vice presidential debate is difficult. Remember, Kamala Harris isn't up there uh, like debating for Kamala Harris. Yeah. It's the president this, the president that, the president this. So the substance of her ideas and who she is has to take a second, has to take a second seat uh, or, you know, a back seat, should I say, uh, to, the, uh, to Vice President Biden. And that's probably not a specifically comfortable place for her to be in.
1: But I thought she did a really good job of constantly bringing it back to that. This is what, even if she caught herself saying, I, she was like, and I know Joe feels the same way, or Joe believes in this, or when he was under in the Obama administration as a vice president, these are the things that he did, like bringing up the Recovery Act that she mentioned. I thought she did a very, very good job of that. I think what really annoyed me coming from Pence's side was that he wanted to act as if the presidency for Trump is just starting. It's as if he was ignoring what had been done, especially in Mm. 2020 and the prior years, and as if they were just starting over today. And that really, really bothered me. And what I really, really wanted them to hone in on, which I don't think, I mean, I think people know, but I think it was just so effective, is that Mike Pence is leading the task force for coronavirus and look at what's happening with it. I really, really wanted her to hone in on that, and I think maybe we just think that that's very obvious and we know those things. But just look at it. Yes, he's the president of the United States, but look at the man who's leading this. And right. I mean, when it was done on a smaller scale in Indiana, when they had you know the HIV AIDS outbreak that was going on, he messed that up too. Now look at what he's doing when he's able to do it on a larger scale. And I hate it that they keep going, kept going back to the swine flu and H one N one, and he talked about the what if. You know, this had been the same level fatality rate as um, uh, COVID. What would have happened? How many people would have died? The point is, is that it didn't happen and that wasn't the case. So you cannot talk about the what ifs. We're talking about what actually is happening right now under your current administration and the task force that you're leading and how you're handling this virus and how detrimental it has been to our country and the people who are living within it. So I wish they would have talked more about that and healthcare more than anything else, because it particularly pertains to Mike Pence.
0: By the, by the way, it's a, the swine flu thing is very stupid. So stupid. It's, it's a, I mean, the, it, that's like saying, "What if the chicken pox was herpes? Yeah, from the same family, but they're two different <laughs> things. I mean, they're that's it. it's a, they're from the same family, but that's. by it. the way, not to stigmatize people who have s- specific STDs at all, but I'm just saying. There's a different reaction to, 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 so to coming true. down with those two things, okay? <laughs> you know, just to let you know, if just just imagine right now if you could never cure the chicken pox. Uh, Dumbass, we can. <laughs> it's not the same thing, so I don't know why we're doing this. And if the swine flu was fucking a lot of things, it would be more... If the swine flu was Ebola, if the swine flu was fucking pancreatic cancer, if the swine flu... The swine yes. flu, any disease or virus <laughs> could be worse. Okay? yeah, I don't know if you ever saw Outbreak. You oh, didn't see Oh, I it.
1: did. I did. Ah! I did. I watched it once COVID happened.
0: Honestly. There you go. I love that shit. What if fucking what was COVID, the, name of that? the Mutaba virus? Mm. What if COVID was the Mutaba virus?
1: None of us It could be all
0: dead. be... Right. It's <laughs> over. I mean, I'm in a treehouse somewhere shaving my head with a blade, with a makeshift bow and arrow. You know what I mean? Like... Like we'll do you think a,
1: about that? Do you ever yeah, think about that? Course. Do you think about like if it was I, yeah, I know how you roll. <laughs> I yeah, know of you think do. about How long do you think you would really survive? Like if this was like a Walking Dead situation and this was like the end of the world, do you think you'd be one of the first to go or you really could survive for some years in this?
0: Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the question. Here's the answer to this question. Physically, could I survive? Sure. Mhm. If my anxiety doesn't get me first. <laughs> yeah. If my anxiety... If I can make it through the anxiety of everything, right? If I have, to, I have to hit the road, I can I can hit the road and make it happen. If I can survive the mental part. You know, if I can survive the part where I'm painting my face and stalking people. And you, you know what I mean? If I don't you might just need to have an episode
1: it. and then you would come back. I do, do you watch Walking Dead? Of course. Okay, I'm not caught up on the last season, so please don't say anything. But yes, mm-hmm. I always think what role would I be? I think I would be... Physically, I think I could survive, but I wouldn't be, like, the main one going out to hunt and provide. I think I would run the town. I'd be the governor, but not as crazy.
0: But not as crazy. The governor, but not as crazy as the governor. The governor was pretty crazy. Really, to be (laughs) honest with you, I want to say I I would probably be Negan if I'm being honest with you. No. I probably would. I'm serious. But just as Evil— I mean, Negan, why would you, you, feel like that? It's, you feel like it's evil, right? But it, it he's doing something. I know you guys might not watch The Walking Dead, but the reality is that Negan was a character that ran everything with it. Because that I feel like that's a stress reaction that Negan's having, having to have that much control and stuff. So probably, probably it would be Negan. But look, I, here's my thing. It, this is my thing. The reason why I am a gun owner and have the guns and have the shotgun and have things like that uh, is because, you know, everybody else is busy building, like, survival kits and stuff like that. And what I tell them all the time is, your survival kit is my survival kit, if it ever happens to <laughs> be because... well, I know whose <laughs> house I'm coming over to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got all the water in the world. No, 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 fam. We got we all got... the water in the world. Okay. <laughs> we, me and you. Okay? And don't drink too much. You allow two sips a day anyway. Uh, no, but I don't know. I, probably, I could also I,
1: see myself lying and say I, ha- I knew the cure. Like, oh boy, I can't think of his name right now.
0: Oh, yeah. And be yep, like, yeah, you gotta yep, take me got to take me
1: with you because I know what's up.
0: Yeah, you know, but it's just, I, I think about that. Now, we should say something about this debate. The most consequential thing that happened to this debate is, and I just want to tell you guys something right now. Everybody listening to this podcast, if a fly of a lights on my head on this podcast. Please tweet me, text me, do something to let me know. Last night during when the you, debate, no,
1: no, Van, what could you have done in that moment though?
0: If you did a debate, if, flick
1: the fly. And no, wait, in the pod, like if you, if a fly flew on your head, right? Actually, I don't know if I would tell you.
0: Wow! But in the debate,
1: what were what was supposed to happen? You know what I mean? Like that was,
0: there was nothing fly off the man's And by the way, the moderator could have been like, hey, I don't know if she could
1: see it from there. I even walked up to the TV because it wasn't moving. And I thought, did something fall on his head or is that a Mm -hmm. fly? And I walked all the way up to the TV and I said, no, that's a fly.
0: You want to hear something crazy? What? That fly going to cost him votes. People in places, my dad went on and on about that fucking fly. like, he is convinced that that fly means something. I want him like, on the podcast. As my well. dad... No, you don't. <laughs> I want him on this one. <laughs> no, you don't. Let me tell you something. In this era of Me Too and all of this, I'm not even trying to referee it. I know you don't. Nope. 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 Fuck no. Not, I know. I know how to. I know how to save people sometimes by not putting them in dangerous water. So now, because he something gonna get said. We'll talk.
1: We'll talk about it later.
0: And I'm not we'll taking it me. out once he say the bullshit. So now, No. no. But, uh, but, uh, but he is convinced that the fly was a signal, that the fly was a sign, that the fly in some way the fly went there and it stayed there. In yeah. that control environment, the fly stayed on his head, did not move. He's convinced that that fly means that either something is rotten with Pence or that, uh, he's full of shit. Well, there's, it's biblical. That.
1: It's biblical, right? Like flies in the Bible as well. So I understand that. Did you notice the moment that the fly flew on his head?
0: What was the moment? It was
1: when he started talking about systemic racism in the police force and how he did not feel like it existed. Mm. The fly dropped on his head. That's what I noticed. It. I like was like taking notes and I was like, oh my gosh, even the fly knows what he's saying, He's that he's full of shit with it. But a lot of people were upset about that. Yeah. Right? The, no, note the symbolism. The moment he started talking about that, that's when the fly said, I've had enough.
0: Yeah, you know I've what? Had enough. John Lewis sent that fly. Like John Lewis Several sent people that fly. sent that fly. So <laughs> a lot of people, that Dr. King and them sent that fly. They understand the stakes. They like, hey, get over there. Just do something. Because here's the thing about, we talked about this before, about the fallacy and the fucking terrible movie, The Villain of Ghosts, who is Sam Wheat. But think about it. When you first became a ghost, when Sam we first became a ghost, he couldn't do some of the things that he could do later on in the movie when his ghost powers were at their all time high. Right. Right. At first, first, remember he was just struggling to move the coin. Mm-hmm. So, if it's any ghosts back there that are not like experienced spirits of our ancestors that are not experienced yet, you know what I mean? They might have only been able to get the fly to light. <laughs> they couldn't. They, they couldn't like. Push over the whole podium or rip the mic down or anything like that. They could only manage to get the fly. (laughs) And just think about it. It was was taking all of their effort to keep the fly there. You know what I mean? Just to let people know this is when a bullshit comes in. But no, seriously, right there, that that type of, that's the age we live in. With that type of symbolism really, really matters
1: to me hmm Yeah, it was interesting to see the other side talk about, oh, if this is all that you have to talk about, then that means you lost the debate. No, that's actually not. We have a lot to talk about, but you have to point out the fact that the fly sat on his head for two minutes and you have to talk mm-hmm. about the reaction that people had. And it added a little bit of levity to the to the debate, you know, right. because it was it was kind of boring at points. Otherwise too. boring debate. Otherwise yeah. boring debate. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it was some comic relief and I was happy to jump in on it.
0: And really we should say also i mean look the guts of the debate in terms of policy and what everyone was talking about it's not much different than things that you've heard the biggest question that kamala was uh, kamala should I say was evasive on was packing the court which by the way sounds like the name of a of a of a porn packing the court
1: you are the porn expert on the show it's, so i will defer like, to your expertise for that
0: by the way well, they should well, they should do that one of the companies packing the court, packing the court. Like I don't whole, think I would
1: want to tune in.
0: You, you wouldn't want to see like pack, it.
1: pack in the court, packing the, the court. Maybe it's the way you're saying it.
0: It's like, it's for the mature because they, you know, they have the for mature.
1: The mature It's an all poor. They have mature. mature? They have,
0: no, no. Because oh, they have, oh, they have, I have Categories. Mature, I got you. Like milfs and then mature. There's actually a site dedicated to mature. Wow. It's just the mature men. level of men.
1: expertise. Do you know the
0: name of this site? Was, the name of this site was just old guys. It was old guys <laughs> and regular age porn stars. I'm serious. It was two. It was two sites just for old guys and regular age porn stars. One was called Blue Pill Men. That was the name of the site. And the second one is one of the funniest names of a site ever. For old men and young ladies in porn, it was called Jurassic Cocks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the site. I probably That was the site. I swear. I swear that that was the, the best the, name the depth
1: of your knowledge. Ever. That's what I know. <laughs>
0: that's what I know. Uh, so Kamala would not talk about packing the court. And that's because they probably gonna do that shit. And yeah. they don't know yet about, especially if Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed, either they're going to do it for sure or they haven't made up their mind about whether or not they're going to do it. So they don't want to commit to actually going through with packing the court. Um, And they don't want to say that they won't go, that they won't do it so that they don't have to come back and be liars in case they win the election. So, and also it's iffy the way the electorate would react to that because it's an issue to where, you know, for the long-term diversity of the civil, excuse me, of the Supreme court in terms of making sure that you have, uh, you know, enough minds on there so that one method of thinking doesn't just completely take hold in America. It might not be a bad idea, but the whole fundamental change of that is scary to a lot of people. They think, what do you mean you're going to put more people on the Supreme Court? What does this mean? That's Mm -hmm. got to be wrong. So they don't know how the electorate's going to react to that. So they don't want to take a concrete stand on it right now, which is politics. That's the way that it goes. It's not what you ideally want. You ideally want answers. I mean, not even ideally you want answers, but I don't think they know yet. If they know, they don't want to tell.
1: Yeah. I didn't think it was that big of a deal for, I mean, yes, she clearly didn't answer that question. Although I loved her story about honest Abe, I did not know that. And I thought Mm -hmm. that was Did you know that? No, didn't about Abraham Lincoln. I thought it was great that she put that out there, especially Mm -hmm. because president uh, Trump is always referencing him. And he claims that that's one of his heroes. Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal for them to have to answer that right now. And I just felt like they just needed something to be negative towards when it came to Kamala in the debate. And that's the only thing that they could pick. So they mm-hmm. hung on that. I think that if the situation were reversed, they would have answered it the same way. And I do believe, like you, that they have no idea what they're actually going to do. And we need to see this through as far as what's going to happen with Amy, Amy Comey Barrett before we even answer a question about packing the court. Because, yeah. and she even laughed. She was like, "Huh, you're talking about packing the court? Like, isn't that kind of what y'all are doing right now? Which is why y'all are renigging on the stuff that you said before in 2016 because you're trying to pack the court." So, right. you know,
0: yeah, it's crazy. Every time somebody says renigging,
1: I, I said it on purpose.
0: It always, How you feel about it? I just because like because I, I wonder if you can renig because like you because if you nig a lot in the first time, like right, if you nig like whatever nigging would be. You renig. So, is there a nig? Because you renig. So, there's got to be a nig, which is which is a problematic word, which is what I'm talking about. Because if there is renigging, then maybe there's, there's
1: nigging. nigging. There's and nigging.
0: so, I want to hear one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I, no, I want to hear one of these politicians when someone says you renigged on that. I want to hear one of them be like, Nah, man, I nigged the hell out that shit.
1: No, I or how'd I nig in the first place? How'd, how'd you I, mean in I nig in the first place?
0: I never nig. <laughs> one
1: I'm thing never.
0: that I... <laughs> hilarious. One thing that I never... One thing I tell my kids is never nig. I want an America where we never nig. No nigs. Never. We don't nig over here. I'm, I'm always, it's always interesting with re right there. Like, I get... One of you people... You did grimace so, a
1: little bit when I, I said... You're
0: like, hmm. When I yeah, said you' nig you look. Nig.
1: Y'all watch the nig. video,
0: please. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, and more debate news. Trump has declined the next debate. The Federal Debate Commission has de- had decided that what they were going to do, I guess that's their name, I don't really know, that there was the next debate was supposed to be a town hall style. I think it was down there in Miami. Yeah. And because the president uh, is a walking sick bay, uh, a-, a gaping contagious wound. The president is a Panamanian mosquito filled with malaria. Shout out to Panama, but when we were building the Panama Canal back in the day, uh, when I say we, they, when they were building the Panama Canal back in the day, a lot of people got malaria, so yellow fever, whatever. Uh, That's what he is. They decided, hey, let's do it um, virtually. Let's do yep, the thing
1: virtually.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do it virtually. Well, we definitely don't want Joe to come down with COVID. That's fucking terrible. So let's do it virtually. We don't want anyone to come down with COVID, but Joe is a little older than even Trump. Right. Right. Um, so, and Trump said no. Trump has declined to do that, saying that he will hold a rally instead. He immediately refused the invitation to do this virtually. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you do it virtually? If you want the American people to hear your message and see you up against Joe Biden and you know that you, and not only you, but everyone that you've glanced at in the last two weeks has COVID, why would there be a problem with doing the debate uh, virtually? I'm not sure why.
1: Hmm. Very, very good question. Uh, Because it has never been about America. It has never been about the people. It has always been about Trump. It is all about Him being performative, it is all about having the spotlight and the attention on him. He does not care to talk about what he plans to do, what he wants for the people, and how he's going to make things better for us. All he cares about is himself, which is why he's replacing it with a rally where people are going to praise him, where he can stand on a stage and people can cheer him on and chant toward him as if he's some type of god. The Mm. debate isn't about you. It is about the people understanding what you want to do for us and how you're going to make this country great again, as you say. So if you don't want to do the debate because you can't have it your way, throwing a tantrum like a child, what is it really about then? It's like Mm. people time and time again, President Trump keeps showing you who he is and who he is about. Me, myself, and I. Sorry, Mm. I just thought about the
0: movie. Wow. (laughs) Me, myself, and I or the song. (laughs) It's just yeah. me, and myself. Yeah. Oh, so look. Uh, look, here's the thing. Oh, I thought
1: I we were seeing the Beyonce version for a second. Okay, we can do that version, n- too. No, I
0: don't. No. <laughs> we can do I that version, do that too. Version. No, I don't do that version. Uh, it, look, first of all, did you know this? I didn't know this. This would not be the first time that a presidential debate was held with two candidates in different places.
1: I did not know that. Who did it before?
0: Richard Nixon... And JFK. Hmm. And it's really not that big of a deal, to be honest with you. If you want to have a debate all. and you wanna, it's not that big of a deal. But he has decided that he is not going to do it. There's really not much to say about it, just thought people should know. Uh as far as my take on it, I, I think it's at this point um incredibly bad politically yeah. for the president not to not to take part in the debate, not to 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 he doesn't want to do the debate, he's gonna hold a rally instead. I think, but I think that Donald Trump and his administration, his campaign to this point right now, has just said, "fuck it." They said, <laughs> "I I'll be honest." That's with how you. they're
1: acting. I mean, that's how think, they're acting.
0: They've said, "fuck it." They've said, "listen, it, either our base is strong enough for me to win electorally, or we're gonna lose." So all the voters that really delivered the election for Trump in 2016, which were you know, selfish people who vote on vote on the economy and didn't vote on putting a white supremacist in office and all those things like that. They are, I guess, those people. He's just saying he can't win them, mm-hmm. and he is going to need turnout from his base, enough cataclysm uh, at the polls, and then maybe enough intimidation and voter suppression to be able to keep other people voting that he can eke one out. But because to not have the debate is. Is just it's just completely politically asinine at this particular point. It makes zero sense not to show up. Agreed. Um, oh. So I read something. What you read? I read something about the NBA finals. Okay.
1: Am I gonna be surprised by what you say?
0: I don't think you're gonna be surprised. I, I don't know if you'll be surprised. Now, everybody okay. right here knows that we love our basketball. NBA basketball was really one of the things that was credited to getting shit back to normal a little bit for people, right? You've seen yeah. the guys on the on the field, on the, on the court, should I say, they're doing their thing. It made people feel like, hey, we're watching sports again. It was part of the big sports resurgence, sports come back. NFL came back. Major League Baseball came back. Everything came, college football came back. And the NBA is right there getting ready to crown champion. Uh... Tonight, um, well, as you're listening tonight, what we were taping on Thursday, LeBron James is going to go for the gentleman's sweep against the Miami Heat. It seems to be a huge deal in his career. LeBron, at 35, going for a fourth title. You know, to put him way up there with three different franchises. Or is it four different franchises? No, it's three different. It would be his third different franchise. He won the title with Heat, Cavs, and now with the Lakers. And it seems... That this is a big, huge moment for the biggest sports star in the world, or one of them at least. Uh, but the ratings are way, way down. Mm-hmm. When I say way down, the NBA finals ratings are down uh consistently in the high double digits. I think the last game was a little, was a slight uptick. But they're down like something like thirty to fifty percent, which is absolutely crazy. This the game three a uh, game three of this NBA Finals series was the lowest rated NBA Finals game since nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Mm. That's where Magic and Bird were establishing the NBA as being a worldwide brand and a juggernaut that it is right now. So, uh, and we've seen this in game two. Like game one broke the record low, game two broke the record. These are, these are, it, it's, it's, there's no doubt about the fact yeah. that these numbers are terrible. Some people are attributing these numbers to these social justice movements that are happening. Uh, some people are, are believing that the NBA fans are turned off in part to the players, to Black Lives Matter being on the court, to the players having the messages on their, in their uniforms. To this point, Adam Silver has said or not committed to doing that again next time. And it said, really, the message itself loses a little bit of its steam. You can be fatigued by it uh, if players do it again next time. Do you think that the NBA's brand of social messaging is the reason that the the ratings for these finals are down?
1: No. I, I don't think it has anything to do because I do agree with Adam Silver in the sense that, like, you start to see past it. You know, even when I do watch... Um, I see that they have these, these phrases on the back of their jerseys. I see it on the court, but after a while you kind of see through it and you're paying attention to something else rather than getting fixated on what's on the back of their jersey. So I don't think that that's the reason I fall into the group of people who are really not that interested in watching. I didn't, I didn't really watch the games and I'm not watching the finals. I'm, I'm, I'm not into it. And I can attribute that to a lot of things. I think for me, it was the build up of getting to the bubble and all the talk around it. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? You know, who's going to play? Who's not? What teams are going to be in and out? Where is this going to be played? That by the time we got there, I just wasn't into it. Mentally, I had already checked out of an NBA season and I was ready for the 2021 season to start. Now you have baseball and football. It's October. I'm in football mode right now. That's all I want to watch. So for me, I'm just ready for them to start the next season. And I've kind of had already considered this one a wash. I'm just not into it. And I try. I tried to watch game four. I couldn't. I couldn't. couldn't do I it. couldn't get into it. And, I, yeah. and you know, my, my husband's a big Heat fan. He's all the way in. So I see what it's like for somebody to be fully invested in it. Mm-hmm. Still can't get into it.
0: Yeah, look, I think all of those things that you just said are true, but I also think that there is something to the fact that the social, the social justice messaging turned people off. I Really? Definitely, yeah, I definitely think that there's something to the fact.
1: As in, like, people are boycotting watching it because they did decide to play in the middle of this civil unrest and how it affects so many players, or just because there is a message that's so out there?
0: Well, I think we have to remember not, not, not everything that's right is popular. Now, what the NF, what the NBA did to me is right. It's the right thing to do. You have the, yeah. the majority of your players who feel a certain way about things that are going on in society. They have told you they refuse to ignore them. They are not going to ignore the space in the moment that they're in. They're going to be a part of this. As a league, you can either fight them on that, as the NFL did with Colin Kaepernick, or you can embrace them on that. Okay? Now, once you do that, once you take any sort of stance, and people have to understand this about taking a stance. Once you take a stance, you've picked a side. And anywhere, the one thing that you can do to narrow your commerce is to choose a side. Choosing a side ultimately means less money for you. It's the way of the world. Mm -hmm. Now, it, it don't matter now it it normally depends on how polarizing the issue is right if you choose a side say on i don't know whales uh being un, un unjustly poached right then there might not be enough people that care about that although they should save the whales they but if you choose a side on something that's particularly that's wildly polarizing which this happens to be you're going to turn some people off the question then becomes, how worth it for you is to choose a side? Is it to choose a side? And how much does that mean to not just you, your entity, uh, and the future of that entity? You know? So I am 1000% sure, but there are people who love the NBA that turn it on and see Black Lives Matter written on the court and the messages on the back of the jerseys and they go, I'm done. Absolutely. I know that that, I know that that's a thing. How many of those people?
1: Right. That's what I was going to ask you. Is it a significant a number to really be causing an effect? That's what I I don't necessarily know if I believe.
0: I think it's part of it. I think it's everything that you just said. And then it's part of it. Another part of it is that I can't even relax enough to watch sports the way Uh, that I used to. True. So, like so LSU is playing football right now, and LSU is in the middle or at the beginning, should I say, of an arduous season. Normally, I would be really invested. You know, we came out, we didn't look that good. We, uh, we, uh, that we bounced back in the second game. Still didn't look perfect. Normally, this is a storyline that all of my week would build up to Saturday to watch this. I just don't have enough care left. I'm over caring. I don't have enough care. Yeah. Is it? Is it cool? that the game is on tomorrow night, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to watch it, right? Normally, I get nervous about these things. I'm I'm nervous. Like, I'll change it from the LSU game on third down. Mm. If it's a big third down, I can't watch. I'll change it from the game on third down. Okay. If the Lakers are down a lot, I'll change the game for a little while. Can't watch it. Too nervous. I just don't. I, I'm not there. I can't. I have too much. I don't have enough care left. yeah. But I don't, it's, it's, it, and it makes it less, like, I missed the last game, an NBA finals game. I missed it.
1: Well, I've been missing them all. Yeah. And you, well, I, I watched some of the last one, but you know what, it, it dawned on me because Brian's coming in town this weekend and he said, well, Friday could be the championship game. Like, that, that's it. It's the last game. And I was like, okay. And he goes, well, don't you think it's going to be crazy in LA? And I was like, no, no,
0: it might be a little crazy. It'll I was be like, slightly one, crazy. There's,
1: there's, yeah, like I get it. We're COVID, and not everything is open up the same way. But also, I just feel like people are not as into it like me. So I'm kind of like, no, yeah. no.
0: They, they, they are, no. but remember, it's just different. I think on the court, the competition matters, and it's the same. But think about it. You know, the life has been sucked out of Staples.
1: Yeah, you
0: can't you know like all the places that will be humming, right? There's a lot of places that are still. If you go to LA during the game, like tomorrow night, you know all the spots, the Parlor, Berkshire House, all of those places like that. Those places will be lit with people sitting outside and stuff like that because the weather's going to be nice. But it's not the same because we're having a problem right now enjoying. Sports are a distraction, but they're a distraction from your everyday mundane life, mundane life, right? They're a distraction Mm -hmm. from your everyday mundane life. They're not a distraction from death, destruction, and the decline of your society. That's a little hard to be distracted from. Yeah. So for me to fall into a game and actually care, it's difficult. So that's part of it, um, and it must be difficult for the players. That's part of it, but also I think part of it is there are a lot of people who, when they see these things, they mm-hmm. get triggered uh, in the opposite way. They're trying to watch the game and they get triggered. And so b- because of that, uh, I think the ratings are down. I will tell you this though: the question becomes now is is the NBA can is will the NBA come back? Will this re- will there be a rebound? I think yes, but it's oh, got yeah, be something- I think so. I guarantee you, though, we both say that, but there's some puckered assholes up there in New York. There's but some- like,
1: okay, but what does that look like? So it doesn't come back for a 2021 season? I mean, they've already invested all this money in this bubble. No,
0: it's coming back, but does it come back in terms of the fan enthusiasm like it was before? Oh, how long do these effects linger? Right. That's what I'm saying.
1: I think that they continue on. Mm. I wonder how the ratings are for football. I don't know. I wonder what it is for football. Be very curious to know.
0: I'd be curious to know too. Mm -hmm. It it would be great if we had a crack research team like Jordan Liggins, you know. And and Jackson Safan, AKA a spaghetti man, and losing Isaiah Blakely, you know. Losing Isaiah. (laughs) Losing Isaiah. Shout out to our producer, Isaiah. Losing Isaiah Blakely. Losing Isaiah Blakely. Did you ever see that movie, Losing Isaiah?
1: No, but I'm familiar with it. So I I got the joke.
0: So a friend of mine, like her mom, uh, a a friend of her mom wrote that movie, right? Well,
1: I thought you were going to say it was a true story and you knew Isaiah. Uh -uh.
0: No, a friend of her mom wrote that movie. Like, she wrote it. And Uh. then she named the baby after... The friend. And hmm. she named it after the friend. Mm-hmm. And think about that. That's whack. You don't want well, I haven't no seen fucking, the movie, but yeah, familiar but you, know, with it. you don't want like, I wouldn't want, I don't want my kid named after some kid is his movie all fucked up and tufted and they fucking crying oh, and all of that shit. Don't name nice. my kid. Isaiah is a
1: beautiful name. Isaiah? hmm I like yeah. it.
0: Maybe. Maybe it's. <laughs> Uh, you guys want the clip notes on the NFL ratings? Yeah. What's, what's, oh, yeah. what's we're getting the update here? Yahoo news article. NFL ratings week four, colon, the slide continues. So they're down Ooh. for football as well. Thursday night football is down 70% from last year. Sunday night football is down 37%. Not all not every game has been down. It looks like uh the Cowboys still get watched, but generally they're down for the NFL as well. Mm, mm, mm. You guys heard it right there from the beginning, man generally the NFL raids are down. And, I, and that has to do, I don't think that has as much to do with any social justice stuff. There it's isn't not,
1: really any social justice. It's, uh, an audience. A, it's the audience. I think
0: they, they take a knee before the game or something like that, but I don't think that's what's that's doing it. That's not affecting
1: it. It has to be an audience. That's the common denominator. It's the fan interaction.
0: Uh, there's a big piece of breaking news that just came out as we're doing this podcast. Before we do that, before we get into it real quick, we have even more bills to pay. We like rage.
1: We, we got it <laughs> we, we rolling in here at
0: Higher Learning now. We're in the groove. Uh, so let's pay these bills before we get to this.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. And that's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: Okay, this is a huge story to me. So, Gretchen Whitmer, who is the governor of Michigan, six men were just arrested of plotting, they were arrested for, not of, they were arrested for plotting with the militia group to kidnap the governor of Michigan Gretchen Whitman. Now, if you remember back in the day, which, you know, it's, it's, we say back in the day, but it's actually months ago, people were very upset with, uh, with, with, oh, with yeah. Governor Whitman. Remember, they stormed the state house, did all of these things. Uh, and it looks like they charged 13 men in total, some of whom, there were different jobs here, I guess, were accused of plotting to storm the state capitol building and, and planning to start a civil war. And I guess six of these men were going to kidnap Governor Wilmer, uh, Governor Whitmer should I say, uh, directly and the headline is, six men were arrested and accused of plotting with the militia group to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, I just, you know, when I read that headline, know it jumps out to me just how what? nicely, how nicely they're being treated as domestic terrorists it's just like, problematic white people get treated so amazingly in America, you know you let, you let some black guys would have yelled at the governor. The headline would have been four thug niggas thre- threatening Governor Whitmer and with their home addresses on there. Yo, call these niggas up. Tell them they wild. But, uh, but no. So here's the deal. For everybody out there that thinks that, you know, encouraging people to take up arms against the government or encouraging people to be uh, violently, civ- civilly disobedient in any way or that the government is some sort of evil machine uh, that is out to destroy them and take away their white. Right, not to wear a mask inside Trader Joe's, that there are no repercussions to that? There are. And you see it right there. They put a public servant in danger. How much do you feel like the president is responsible for that?
1: Well, you know, from reading the article, they're saying that there's no indication in the court documents that they were necessarily inspired by the president. But Governor Whitmer herself said that They heard the quote. They heard the president's words, not as a rebuke, but as a rallying cry and as a call to action. That is a direct quote coming from her. That is what she believes. And I believe that as well. I mean, she even goes on to say when she took oath, she knew that this job would be hard, but she never imagined anything like this. And she shouldn't have to, right? You know, people are going to disagree with you and they're not going to like everything that you say or you do. And that's when you use your voice and your right to vote. If you don't agree with the person who's in office, you don't, Take up arms and plot to kidnap a government official who is dedicating their life, or at least their career in the moment, to serving you.
0: Hmm. It's
1: insane that these are the times that we're living in, and you and and I, as of right now, I have yet to hear the Trump administration condemn what was done or being plotted to do against Governor Whitmer, which again speaks to <laughs> so many issues that are wrong with that, with that uh, administration.
0: Yeah. The whole thing's, yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure they'll catch the guy They they got the guys now and the whole thing will be up. But listen, uh, it's going to be up to everyone to be vigilant about protecting themselves and protecting people that they love that might be in government because we're living in scary times here. So that news just broke want to put people on this. Uh, but you know what else I saw? Forget about that. That's not even important. Y- did you see the way Quavo? No,
1: you do not transition with. Did you see the way Quavo? <laughs> okay, no,
0: I, I have to. I have to. Shout out Quavo, man. Quavo and Saweetie. It's Saweetie, right? It's Saweetie.
1: Saweetie. I know. I, I I just say
0: sweetie. You say it takes sweetie, a I lot of, it takes
1: a lot of effort to say sweetie. Saweetie for me. Well, I, I'm and, not quite and,
0: sure. I, look, love them. I think they're a beautiful couple. One of the more beautiful couples in hip hop. Quavo and Sweetie. They're there like aren't really, that many. There aren't that many couples in hip-hop or not aren't that many beautiful couples in hip-hop? No,
1: not that many couples in hip-hop.
0: There are a lot of couples in hip-hop. All right,
1: okay.
0: You don't think there are a lot of couples in hip-hop? There are couples in hip-hop. I couldn't hip-hop name five. You, I, can I name five hip-hop couples right now? Let me go. Think. Five hip-hop... So when we say hip-hop couples, we mean both of them are rappers? Or yeah. Or... Well, that's no well, so because you,
1: no because then I would I would put Beyonce and Jay Z in there.
0: Okay, so okay, let's do so, f- so. five hip hop couples. Okay, Go. so you got Beyonce and Jay Z.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, put you one got, finger up. Don't try to put two.
0: You got, y'all see <laughs> that? Y'all see that?
1: Watching the video, he thinks he's slick. Count Beyonce and Jay Z. Five hip hop couples.
0: Easy, it's easy. Beyonce and Jay Z. Okay, Cardi being Offset.
1: They're go- They're done. You can't count them. It's they're not, not a couple anymore. It's not final. No. It's not final. That's, it's not you're final. Such a cheater. It's I, not I could final. never play games with you. Go ahead. It's Come not on. final. Cardi me okay. and
0: offset. Okay. Uh Big Sean and Janae Aiko.
1: Okay. They count.
0: Uh Quavo and Sweetie. It's not Quavo. Quavo, excuse me. Why did I say Quavo? I don't Why know. Is this, uh <laughs> Quavo? Quavo and Sweetie, And Okay, there's gotta be couples in hip hop. And technically, man. you
1: really only have three. But go ahead, you can't even get to five with cheating.
0: No, that's a they count. It's a couple. Damn, hold on for a second. Uh, and
1: Jordan cannot help you.
0: No, Jordan cannot help. Don't nobody help me. There's more than couples than this in hip hop, man. Wait, a, so all right, let's do it again. <laughs> I have to you, there that many. I have to jog my memory. Okay. You got Quavo and Sweetie. You got uh Offset and Cardi B, which counts, Big Sean and Janae, and then I already forgot one of my other ones. Jay-Z uh, and Beyonce. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Damn. There's more. Oh, Swiss Beats and Alicia Keats.
1: Okay, that's really Bam. four. But go, and but go oh, ahead. Oh, and the interest of time, Alicia. no, they count. Swiss
0: and Alicia, but uh, Cardi B and Offset do not. They do count. But go, but
1: go ahead. Uh, They're you know,
0: By the way, Cardi B put out a, a. She put out a quote on Instagram on Twitter a couple of days ago. She tweeted, "She's like, I, I will not fall victim to the penis. She misses him. She misses him. It might not be. It might not be over." It might not be over. She might just be mad.
1: Cardi stay strong. It might just be mad. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of other people. people. No, Cardi herself has said she's had enough. No, girl, stand strong. There there are better men out
0: there. are better and Alicia Keys. Cardi, Uh. talk to
1: me if you want to be on The Bachelorette.
0: Oh, that would be crazy.
1: Talk to me, Cardi. Have your people call my people. Yo,
0: that would be bananas. Cardi B as The Bachelorette? That would be... That is the best idea yet, by the way. The Cardi B as the Bachelorette, that would be insane. Bachelorette crazy if they don't do that. Now, I'm not (laughs) lying. I'm serious. Okay, wait.
1: So, wait, why why did you bring up Quavo, though?
0: I brought up Quavo because now we're finally seeing how Quavo and Saweetie's relationship got started. started. He basically (laughs) sent her a DM. Now, look, I don't know how it works in these modern day times, but the DM is of, the little. it's a little ice DM. Then this is the, basically the DM. This was on March 15th, 2018. He sent her the little icicle DM, the little ice thing, snowflake, snowflake DM. Yes. She sent him back a bowl of noodles. I don't know what that means. I'm old. Um,
1: I, I read in comments that they think it meant like stir fry, the name of the song, one of the songs, his songs.
0: So he sent her a a snowflake and then she sends back the stir fry Then he says, you so icy, I'm a glacier boy. Then she says, what's happening then? And then that's it. Now, two amazing people are having a relationship. Do you have any idea how many dudes jumped into women's DMs with snowflakes, <laughs> and you're so icy, I'm a glacier boy. This, this you know what this proves to you? What? This proves to you that at a certain level of money and fame, it really don't matter what you say.
1: A hundred percent. You could be as simple as they come because that's really what that was. That exchange really,
0: was simple. Like, he really could have hit her up and probably been like, yo, you trying to go to Circle K? And she probably would have sent back a little Hot Cheetos emoji. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it really doesn't matter. People think... It was like people think that it matters. At a certain level, it doesn't matter. And no. by the way, it doesn't it, it? Like it doesn't matter right now. How many people would be thrilled? How many men right now would be thrilled to get a DM from Rihanna that says, "You smell like shit"?
1: I, I mean, I would be happy for Rihanna exactly. to message me that.
0: So well, when everybody, it's kind of like everybody else is playing this game online. It's like how it started. They putting the DM on. It got things started. Between them, but this doesn't even count. I, this should not have been revealed to us. You know
1: what <laughs> I so? I, it's so whack. Like I, I, It's so bad. And all I thought of is if, if he wasn't <laughs> who he is, she would have never responded. It's not cute. Right. It's not flirty. It's simple.
0: Shout out to whoever at Juju Bangs is. I saw this on Twitter. <laughs> Shout out to this guy. Shout out to this guy, because <laughs> this guy, the ju- juju bangs, the juju ju- ju with two U's, bangs with two Z's. He said, I tried it out. He sent a glacier to somebody. She responded with a question mark. He, he then responded, you're so icy, I'm a glacier boy. She then responded, what the fuck are you saying? And then he screenshotted the next thing, which is the user not found thing, <laughs> because she blocked him on Instagram. <laughs>
1: Now, that is me.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: That is That's a normal hilarious. reaction. That's, wow. Yeah, yeah. How many
0: how many DMs do you get from dudes trying to see what's up?
1: I really don't. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, I, I guess because I don't have that type of Instagram, I don't really get a lot of people who slide in my DMs trying to come at me. The yeah. occasional one. Brian occasional. Gets, d- Brian's DMs are popping more than mine.
0: Girls or guys for Brian? Girls. No guys for Brian?
1: I've only seen girls.
0: You've only seen interesting. So and he's
1: shown them to me. I don't go through his phone like that. I don't have time for inter- that.
0: Interesting, interesting. I've only seen girls. So when you've gone through this man's I phone, I
1: swear on copper, on copper. Te- I don't have time te- for that.
0: You tell on yourself a lot on this podcast. No, I don't.
1: I don't have time for that. Like Brian will be like, look at this i would be mm-hmm. like, that's what people are sending you in your oh, DMs.
0: So he shows you the DMs. He showed it's
1: not all of them, but what he has, he'll be like, look at this. And I'll be like, wow, my that DMs Brian, aren't popping like that.
0: That Brian knows what he's doing. <laughs> that's that's that Brian Stuff. knows what he's doing. Shout out to Brian, man. Uh, but no, good. They're, they're, they're together. They're 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 having fun. They they're stay cute together. together. But they're the, cute but, together. the DM, but the DMs are not cute. It worked. It worked. That's all it, I can say about it. Shout out Quavo, man. Shout out Sweetie. I just they don't work. want Quavo to think he is
1: either charming or slick the way he slid in her DMs. That wasn't he's you.
0: both. You know, why?
1: He's, you know why? He's rich and famous. Is what he is. That's, no, that's he know, what he is.
0: But, but listen, this is what don't I don't. Don't they have understand. a song that says that? But this is what I don't <laughs> understand. This is what I don't get. If you know that you, why beat around the bush with the bullshit? Don't but they, act but like that,
1: he wasn't beating around the bush. He I mean, did I, mean ex- I mean, he was beating around the bush
0: with the no. with the emoji. He he got at her the way Quavo should get at a woman. Hell no. No. Oh, okay. That so would work mean, for me. So so you mean to tell me that I literally I, would
1: take that and be like, look at this shit.
0: You are <laughs> like, bullshitting. I sw- yes, that's I would. not true. Now, how yes. old is Suwiti? Saweetie's so like twenty five or twenty six, right? Okay. So I so let's remember that. So at 25 or 26, let's say, what, what, what year was it when you were 25? Do I have to do that? So it's like 10 years ago. So it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's 2010. It was 2010, yes. So it's 2010. Let, let, let's think about at this particular point who's popping. It's Jay-Z, it's Kanye, it's Jeezy. It's, it's all of those guys are popping, right? All of those guys are popping. One of those guys comes at you like that. You're 25-year-old race. But
1: who am I? But am You're I... You're like, Ronnie and Trixie. Because she is... Ronnie and Trixie. She right. is... Yeah. Because she is a rapper, though. You know? like yeah, she's, she's got her rapper. own status. She's got her own. Right? But she didn't really have
0: it like that, though.
1: Two years ago? Did we know who she was two years ago?
0: Of course. we. I mean, we knew who she was. She's been... She does her thing. She More for anything, people just know her because she's fine. But... Is but what I'm saying is it's still Quavo who at that point, 2018, Migos are the hottest act in hip hop. Okay. They were was the unquestioned leader of the group at that point.
1: They were. I literally would have taken it to my girls and I would, I mean, I would have responded back. 25-year-old Rachel probably would have, but I definitely would have been like, look at this.
0: Can I ask why women lie about stuff like this?
1: I, why do I need to lie? I, it, it, I said I would have responded back. At 25 year old Rachel, absolutely would have responded so back. So you would have responded but I back. I also would have laughed and been like, look at this. Look how he slid up in my DMs, y'all. You I wouldn't said, have been like, oh my God, it's Bible. He, he sent me a snowflake. You wouldn't have been like that? At 25, no, because I've been around famous people before.
0: Mm, sophisticated rage. Tasteful Vixen. Uh, tasteful Vixen? I listen, this is what I'll say. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong in a situation like this if you're overtaken with someone who, who with who someone is. It, I said it,
1: I would have responded. I did not right. say I wouldn't have entertained it, but I definitely would have been
0: And by the way, I think it. it's I think it's more obnoxious. I was once talking to a very, very to like a uh to like a very, very big name actor, right? Um I was talking to a big name actor. And I'm talking to this guy. This mm-hmm. Great guy, by the way. And you know, he says to me, he goes, "Yeah, so you know, it was in the late '90s, early 2000s. I was doing, and it's not Don, by the way. Uh, it was late '90s, early 2000s, and I was doing a movie called Ocean's Eleven. Do you know how fucking pissed off I was at that point? I was. Do you know how upset I was? I was doing a movie called Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. Don't act like I ain't never heard of Ocean's Eleven before. Don't introduce yourself to me. Don't introduce yourself to me like you're just another. That to me is like that to me is a weird thing. You know, I know that you were in Ocean's Eleven. You know, I know who you are. It would be like Beyonce coming up and going, "I'm me," saying, "Hi, I'm Van," and her going, "Hi, I'm Beyonce." Don't do that. No, you I know, think
1: no, that's not fair, Van. No.
0: No, I, don't, I think no. it's actually no.
1: polite. Like no. You're not acting like, "Oh, you better know who I am." It's p- exchanging pleasantries. So it's like not, I, don't, I don't, don't know if you may or may not have seen it like like me. I've never seen Ocean's 11. You may not have seen it, but I was in this movie called Ocean's 11. I would right. say, "Okay, I wouldn't be, be offended by that."
0: Yeah, you know that I've seen Ocean's 11, okay? Cuz we're talking about movies and we're talking about you know I've seen it. Had a conversation with you at Jones there. It was great. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. You know I've seen it, but I was a little take. So look, know who you are. <laughs> it, it, I don't have a problem with Quavo knowing who you are. It's like, hey, my name. If you would have been like, hi, my name is uh, I-, I would, I would really like to. Th- <laughs> I didn't
1: say he had to do all that. You're
0: Quavo. He didn't
1: You're have to Quavo do all that. Of Migos. I didn't say.
0: We'll never, we'll never get this. We'll never get this. But you know who you are. You know, Big Rage, Tasteful Vixen. You know what I'm saying? You do your thing, QVC. All right. It is time for our favorite part of Thursday, which is mailbag. It's time to get you guys' mailbag, man. Kind of get the questions from the Thought Warriors that we love to answer and yes. love to talk about. Jordan, let's kick it.
1: From Alex Lumina Who were your first celebrity crushes? Ooh, mine mm, mm. was Tevin Campbell. Without a doubt. <laughs> now, that's, things have changed.
0: No, no, no. It's just, it's interesting. But that that makes sense. Wait, wait,
1: why, why is it interesting to you? Because I, I remember having the cassette. I remember singing, Tell Me What You Want Me To Do and him hitting mm-hmm. that high note. I remember when he was on Fresh Prince and he mm-hmm. said, "Little T, and he sang yeah. to Ashley. I thought I was Ashley. That was my first crush. I was probably, what, like five, maybe six?
0: Damn, five.
1: I can't I can't crush at five?
0: What were you fast three? Ass. Were you three? No, five. Okay,
1: fa- fast would have been if he was in my classroom. He was a crush from ass. a distance.
0: You're five years old. Why don't you play with play with Isn't your colors gonna be or something? Fast at five? Like you play with your colors or something, man. Like, I what didn't you say do, what, what I wanted about, to do with him. I said he know, was a crush. What you know I, about boys at five, man? You better go nap. Time. I knew
1: he could sing and he looked yeah. good.
0: <laughs> 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 that's what I knew. Uh no, Tevin, shout out to Tevin. And he was from Dallas. Tev- Is he from Dallas?
1: Yeah, from right outside of Dallas.
0: Uh, yeah, Tevin, um, I, Tevin was going to do the Red Pill podcast back in the day. We should bring Tevin oh, on here.
1: I might. Cr- no, I don't. I, I, never mind. I, I guess I still have a crush. I don't know uh, if I can handle it.
0: Did you, did you guys just see how Rach reacted? I hope you guys are watching. Rach just, I said Tevin might, I, I talked to Tevin back in the day about coming on the Red Pill. And I said he might come on here. And Rachel goes, oh. She like, she fully <laughs> I- lost it.
1: I become awesome. five again. When you, fir- when you think about your, when you think about your Tiger Beat, when uh-huh. you think about your first crush, you be, I feel like I revert back to that age. Mm-hmm. I remember Tevin Campbell. It was like, maybe it was a BET awards and I was at a bar. Mm-hmm. I was in Houston. I cannot remember which one. And it was Tyrese, I think, Tevin Campbell, maybe Tank, Genuine. They all three were singing some song and Tevin Campbell popped up out of nowhere. I screamed out in the yeah. bar. Like a bloody murder because I hadn't seen Tevin in so long. I became five years old again.
0: I don't know if I can handle
1: him being on the podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. He'll be on
0: it. He'll be on it. I love Tevin Campbell, by the way. I used to love Round and Round. That was my joint back in the day when I was in the sixth grade. Prince
1: just creeping around in the video.
0: Yeah, Prince. That was from Graffiti Bridge. People hate on Graffiti Bridge. Graffiti Bridge is a good movie. I'll I'll go down for Graffiti Bridge right there. (laughs) I'll go down... I'll go down with Griffin. I'm trying to think Ridge. if I can
1: remember the dance that Tevin does. I, can't remember. In the- <laughs> I
0: remember. Uh, But this is easy for me. This is the easiest question we've ever had on Mailbag. Janet Jackson. And I remember, I remember my mom peeping it. I remember my mom because there is not, there's no singer who's ever looked as good as Janet Jackson looks in... The Pleasure Principle video. Mm. When I tell you right now, I still watch it and I'm like, Jesus Christ. The (laughs) video. And the song is amazing. I just remember my mom coming in and like seeing me, seeing me watch the video and being like, boy? And I was just smiling. She was (laughs) so crazy beautiful. And it, it, it resonated all the way up. Really, it never stopped. Still, yeah, it never does. Biggest, Clearly, like, Janet <laughs> Jackson. And but the thing is, Janet didn't do nothing but get finer. Yeah, she got finer. She was she was fine, and then then she got fine. Then when the the whole 1992, 93, 94 era came along, then I was at a different stage in my life, and it was crazy. But uh, yeah, Janet Jackson. Like,
1: have you ever been to a Janet concert?
0: No. And people keep saying that that's me. I
1: have. I went to All For You and it was, it'll take it to another level for you, especially Mm -hmm. when she pulls out that bed and somebody from the audience. I mean,
0: what would you do if she pulled you out? There was a clip of a guy that she was doing that to and the guy looks like me and everybody keeps saying that was me. I was like, do you guys have any idea like how that would never, I, I wouldn't be able to handle that? Like, that could not be me. That guy was going crazy though. All right, next.
1: From Bobby Hayden, what's the worst business idea someone has ever approached you about hoping you would fund? Damn. I don't have one.
0: You don't? Uh you know what? Here's the thing about this question.
1: The person's gonna know who it is. They're gonna know
0: who they are. <laughs> okay. I it just just here's the thing. Actually, let's do another mailback question because I would really so some of my niggas come up with, you know what? No, I'm going to go ahead and answer this question.
1: Oh, wow. I'm going
0: to answer this question. So uh, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine came up to me. A friend of mine hit me up and he said he wanted to, he had just gone to Vegas, right? He had gone to Vegas and he had hung out at rehab when he was in Vegas. He was at rehab and he loved it. Pictures he had been doing, like you know, working out and stuff. He was at rehab in Vegas and he loved it. Now, if you've ever been to rehab in Vegas, the big pool party, so
1: it's, it's, hard a to love. Time.
0: it's hard to love. It's hard to love. It's it's, 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 it's a, uh, you like it, but you don't love it. Why not? To me. It's a lot of people, man.
1: Not if you're separated.
0: Yeah, it's true. i would be honest with you though.
1: In the cabana, different time.
0: COVID was probably started at oh, rehab. Oh, wow. The germs in that water from all of the Oh, you don't get in the water? Sunscreen and people get in. That's probably what COVID came from. It probably came from rehab. (laughs) The Petri dish of rehab in Vegas. Anyway, but so he had gone to rehab and he comes back to me, he goes, you know what? I want to do this. I want to do an adult pool just like they have at rehab. And I was like, where? Where do you want to do it at? And he was like, I want to do it in Baton Rouge. So in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, he wanted to have a pool like rehab. I was, thinking to myself, I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, where are we going to do this in Baton Rouge? It's like, we do it in the middle of the city. So what's going to get people out to the middle of the city to come to this pool? He was like, I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. I was like, so who is this for? Because Baton Rouge is very segregated. He's like, it's for, I was like, is it for the white people? Is it going to be a dress code? How are we going to keep niggas from shooting this, shooting this shit up? He's like, I don't know, bro, but I think we could do it. I was like, well, what about the weather? What about the rain? I was like, what? Range three days out of the fucking week in Baton Rouge. So it's three days every time we're not going to have no, no revenue at our pool. Okay. Is this pool connected to a hotel? And the more we started talking about it, I'll never forget this nigga goes, fuck you, Van. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, I just had questions. But on a, a, <laughs> to have a rehab like pool works in Vegas, they don't even have anything like that in Los Angeles. Do you know why? Because people actually live here. Right, People don't like just coming here. Like, it's not going... In Miami, it works. Yeah. It works in Miami. And it, it rains out there. But in, it works in spots that people go to to turn up like that. Yeah. you not going to be able to put a pool like that. I can like only see
1: in it some- working at LSU if you, like, tap into... I mean, if you, in Baton Rouge, if you tap into an LSU, but then it becomes something it's not, different with it's college. I'm telling
0: you, it's just college thing. And now, yeah. I'm not going there if I'm 30, 35. Right, like, it's I've got people from... 18 all the way up yeah. to 45, whatever. It was all a
1: right. nice thought. I appreciate. It's a nice thought.
0: It's a nice thought. Like, how about this? How about think your ass on a spirit flight, go to Vegas, enjoy the pool? Um, uh, That's probably nah. why he
1: said that to you.
0: Maybe he <laughs> did. By the way, this guy's an amazing guy, by the way. He's a super smart guy. We all have, have had half-brained ideas. Sure. All right, next question.
1: From Janet Gardner, which up-and-coming politicians do you have your eyes on for a future presidential run? Give us something to be hopeful about.
0: Uh, I got one. Go ahead. Michael Tubbs. I got two. Michael Tubbs is the mayor of Stockton, California. Michael Tubbs comes from Stockton. There's a brilliant documentary called Stockton on My Mind. Uh, Michael Tubbs is... Uh, a Stockton resident who went away to an Ivy league school, big time school. Maybe he went to Stanford. I actually don't know, but came back home to Stockton is the mayor of Stockton instituted UBI in Stockton, part of a pilot program there and several other reforms that have Stockton, a place that has been plagued by poverty, by violence, by homelessness has the city on the uptick. It's called Stockton on my mind. And Michael Tubbs is a big part of it. His father now, it's a beautiful story. His father now is actually incarcerated. Michael Tubbs changed his community. Mm. And he changed it, not from somewhere else. He changed it from right in his own backyard, in his own neighborhood. And he is an example of someone, if given a, a statewide or national platform, you can look forward to being a... First-rate public citizen. Also, another guy named Randall Woodfin, who is uh, the um, the the mayor of Birmingham, Alabama. I had a chance to sit down and talk to him uh, a couple of years ago, and he's just doing amazing things down there. Those are two young brothers uh, mm. that are that that I think in the future are are, are going to have big big national. Oh, also Ted James. From uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana City councilman down there Ted James Not city councilman uh, A state representative down there Who I believe one day Is going to be the first Elected black mayor Of Louisiana There was a black mayor there Previously PBS Pinchback But he was appointed
1: Mayor um, of what?
0: Excuse me The first black governor Of Louisiana Okay Should I say So there was a black governor Of Louisiana before PBS Pinchback But he was appointed uh, During Reconstruction But I think Ted Will be the first elected All of those guys You know what I really need to do though? I really need to fill that list out with some black women uh, in politics who I believe are, are, are going to, and I'm acknowledging the fact that I didn't name any black women in that, but there are tons of black women who are out there doing the work. I just have to work to go find out who they are so I can support them.
1: Mm. I'm acknowledging the fact that I'm not going to name anybody. I like <laughs> your list. <laughs> I like your list. I need to start. I, it's a, that's a fantastic question. I can't remember who asked. That's a fantastic question. And it's, Honestly, making me realize I need to actually think about that. It's a great question.
0: Yeah. We these all Young share. horses. Young horses to support in the race. Do you want to do one more or is that it? What do you think? Let's do one more. Just Let's do, do one, one more. more question. Let's do one more.
1: From Kate Pankratz. What's your go-to series or movie when you want to watch something but you can't find anything to watch? Um, For me, my go-to series is Law & Order Special Victims Unit.
0: Jesus. <laughs>
1: It's on all the time. There's always marathons. Remember the question, when I can't find absolutely mm. else, nothing else to watch that can right. be on in the background.
0: Right. I'm going to go it. with that. I get I love it. it. I get that.
1: I love Ice-T in it. I love Olivia Benson. That's her character right. in it. Um, yeah. No, it's great. Never gets old. Great stories. Ripped from the headlines with their Ripped own spin the on headlines. it. from the headlines. Yeah. I love it.
0: Okay. I, I get that. A lot, that's a I feel like a lot of people love that. I've never seen it before. What? I've There's never like seen There's like
1: 19 C Se- not Law and Order. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. There's a I've different I've never
0: seen any episode of Law and Order.
1: SVU? Not like not in, not in the franchise.
0: Not anything. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: I've we'll never that. seen not one we'll episode them. of Law and Order. No, ha- haven't seen it. Mine is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Love it. Is a Curb your enthusiasm. If I'm just here, uh, or, or the Wire, it's uh, a lot of it. The, the Wire was one too. I, it's it's changed now. It was um, it was the Wire for sure. I would just put the. But sometimes I need to just I need a little levity now. So it's Curb. It, I went through a curb real big Martin thing not too long ago. Uh, but Curb over the years has definitely been Curb for me. Funniest show of all
1: time. Yeah, it's a good one. I watch curve.
0: All right, mailbag is over, uh, which means we only have one more thing to get to. Well, do you have an unexpected ally of the week?
1: Um, I'm gonna go with what everyone was saying to me, which was everyone after the debate. Everyone said, "Please make this the unexpected ally of the week." We've already talked about it on the podcast. I want people to know I hear what you say or I see it. It was the
0: fly. I thought it was the fly as well.
1: Yeah. Everybody wanted the fly. I get it. It was, for all the reasons we stated earlier in the podcast, I don't want to be redundant, but definitely the the uh, fly. And the tweet of the night was the one that said, and I cannot give credit to who it was because I can't remember, and you put it in our group chat, was that the fly was Mike Pence's only black friend. Oh, wow. That was the tweet of the night.
0: She took some shit for that, by the way. She deleted that.
1: Did she really? It was funny. She
0: Deleted that. People, people said that the tweet was anti-black, comparing it black was funny. With flies. Y'all think? Y'all think? Y'all hit send. Y'all think before y'all hit send on this shit. I, I had to fly too. I think the uh, the fly was the unexpected <laughs> ally of the week because it was a really unexpected ally. I want to point something out right now. There were a gang of people, gang of people, in my mentions. Saying, and my DMs, I know you guys were being funny. You were saying, hey, make COVID the, the unexpected ally of the week because President Trump got COVID. Okay. I want to say something real quick. It has nothing to do with President Trump or whether or not anybody hopes that he gets well or doesn't hope he gets well in terms of not making COVID the unexpected ally of the week. I'm not being the hall monitor when I say this, but I got a lot of those. So I want to talk about it real quick. I know people are just joking. But think about the... Anytime we mention COVID, anytime we mention COVID, think about the totality of COVID. COVID is not one case, one space anywhere. It's every case, every space, everywhere. Everywhere. So it's just not one person that got COVID that passed away that you might have not liked or one institution that is changing course because of COVID. COVID is everywhere. And it's everything, and so it will be very important for us to treat COVID like it is a problem for us all. Mm-hmm. So there is absolutely zero way to individualize the, uh, the 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 virus for one person, one place, one industry. I've never seen anything that was that made this adage more true. But when it comes to this thing. We are all in it together. And like, it's high time yeah. that we really started fucking acting like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So, no, COVID is not an ally. No, it it's is not. Not, it, it's not. It's not even a joking it's ally. Like, I was a, it's not even funny. Yeah, COVID is not. I know y'all, I'm not trying to come down on nobody, kick nobody in the nuts or whatever like that, but no. Well, just COVID think about is it. Not an ally. Like, I just get what you're trying to
1: say, it. but think about why that, that would be wrong. So, right. yeah. All
0: right. We out of here. Listen, um, famous people, don't try to holler at Rach. She's married. Okay, I know there's going to be a lot of guys now that are thinking, hey, let's test her out. Let's see what she's about. If she really wouldn't be excited right now. Hey, maybe I'm Michael B. Jordan. I want to see if she's as good on her word. Don't do that. You're going to have a mad Colombian in your Mm -hmm. DMs trying to get you out of here. But uh, we're done (laughs) until next week. Who knows what's going to happen? Every fucking day, six fucking major stories break. It'll probably happen right after we sign off here, Uh, but we have to sign off. Take a break this weekend. Take your theme caps off uh, if you can. I'm Van Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay.
1: Also, guys, we will be back next week, but the podcast, we're not having a podcast drop on Tuesday because we are honoring Indigenous People Day on Monday, so the podcast will drop Wednesday. Make sure you check for it.